Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Welcome, Minions. So, this week we are live from Portside Brewing in downtown... Not, nope, not downtown. Just in Vancouver. It's kind of in between East and West. It's uh, it's the bridge. It's the tentacle of, of good beer reaching to our side of the city. Technically, this map says the Ogden neighborhood. Right, but it's in between East Vancouver and downtown Vancouver. And I would love to have more breweries actually in East Vancouver. That'd be I th- nice. I think this might be the closest one to us. Yes, an actual that I can think of. I don't consider McMenamins a no. and that's not even closest to us. So this is actually closer to McMenamins or McMenamins is okay for me. I got the We've already right had a tasty treat though, thanks to uh, Nomad. Yes, Out, yeah. right outside there's a food truck with uh, like some amazing. What, they're not really hot dogs. They're they're sausages. They're sausages. Yeah, um, locally sourced meat and all sorts of amazing toppings. There was berries. I had was, strawberries on mine. It was awesome. Some slaw and some berries. You, you added some white cream to mine before I even got here. Well, I got a little excited. <laughs> So anyways, that was delicious. What, what was the name of them again? I believe it's Nomad Dogs. Okay. Nomad is definitely in the name. I think Dogs is the second part. Okay. Sweet. Well, they were delicious. We're going to have a photo of them up at PluggingPlayGamer.com for you guys to check out. Um, but we are also, I'm a happy taster into a Cocoa Stout right this second. And I've got uh, something that starts with a Z. I didn't have room for it in my sheet. Is it a Z drink? It's Zinth. Zinth or Synthesize or something. And it's the Nomad's Gourmet Hot Dogs to get the oh, full nice. title. And they're freaking delicious. So, um, we're going to be definitely going to buy another nap break because I'm starving. Um, so yeah, Tim, what have you been up to this week other than feeding me awesome hot dog, not hot dog things? So, I've been driving all over God's Green Earth today um, because my daughter had... Um, You've been to Idaho and California. Oregon City, which is... It's close to Idaho, right. Yeah, there's Oregon City is kind of the wild west. That's There's a local serial killer that... Um, there's a local what? Serial, I'll have to show you the story sometime. Guy, uh, they never caught me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, a guy buried a girl in a... In a barrel and then poured a cement uh, patio. Oh, yeah, Ward Weaver. Yep, yep. Ward Weaver. Yeah, he actually buried two girls. Yeah, see, you yeah. knew. Yeah. You already knew. Well, he has two girls. They were out of a complex, so like, they say. Like, you know every killer around here. Yep, and by the way, his father's in jail for doing the same exact thing, and now his son is in jail for doing the same thing, too. Runs, Runs in the family. Family business. So, yeah, I had to go there. I had to go Hashtag to Hashtag or- Sword and Scale. Oregon City. Uh, my daughter was there with, um, with my wife. 
uh, for on the patio? No, to take your daughter to work day. She works at 911 call center. Dude, your wife's got the sickest office in the world. So did you see pictures this morning? Freaking Super Mario and like. So I've had these stickers for a while. Asteroids and stuff. So asteroids was all her, but I had these Super Mario stickers from a PAX like four years ago. Um, and I was gonna put them up in my den, but, yeah. but then Cheryl was like, "Oh, let's paint the den first and it never happened. So I'm gonna put Zelda's stickers up instead. Nice. And I gave her the Mario stickers. So my daughter, as part of take your, your kid to work day, put Mario stickers all over. Her office looks epic. I don't know if there's a photo that I can legally post because of her like her job status. Um, but maybe we s- can crop one or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna see if I'm gonna crop one out. So. But it's uh, like original Super Mario Brother. Like 8-bit. Right. The Spritey yeah, Super it's Mario. Super cool. It's got the platforms, all sorts of stuff. The blocks. Um, Mario. Yeah. Anyway, so she was there at Oregon City, and my wife had to fly out at 6, so I had to drive down and get my daughter and fight traffic on the way back up here. Um, my wife just barely made her flight. I just got a text from her. She's going to Denver, Colorado to Lockheed Martin to check out the Osiris Rex... Um, spacecraft, which will be for the first time landing on an asteroid, collecting a sample and returning to Earth. Why is she doing that? Because that's what she does. She's not a scientist, is she? No. Um, she was one of 25 people selected um, to go check it out. She had to sign security waivers and there's certain things she can't take pictures of. She had to talk to Obama make sure it get clearance and everything? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Obama had nothing better to do than to clear her. Um, I mean, he's a president. He just sits back, relaxes, kicks his feet up on the Oval Office, signs a couple papers, right? Yeah, so tomorrow while I'm playing video games, president she's, she's, Zachary. Gonna, she's gonna be checking out a freaking spaceship. Did you ever play Turbo Tur- Space Program? I didn't. Okay. But why couldn't you bring your daughter to work that day? That'd that be would, cool. Well, it's technically not her job, it's kind of an outside work opportunity. Oh, okay. Um, her job might have been one of the reasons she was selected because yeah. she works in government um, but it's not a direct job duty to okay. check out spaceships although that I mean cool. unless you guys are like planning something that we don't know about well you think I'd tell you on a nationally broadcasted podcast if it were we'll be right back after this commercial music break and we're back <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the most exciting thing of my week. Uh, the rest was pretty routine for me, but you've had an eventful weekend. So we cut my... I witnessed part of it. Yeah, so Tim showed up. Um, actually, he was showing up to help me, but didn't realize that like I was basically done at that point. I already had like 30 hours in um, at that point, roughly. Um, so we cut down two massive trees in my front yard and ground down the stumps um, to the ground. And... Uh, we were supposed. We hired a company to do that, but they were also supposed to take out all of the tree roots, and ended up not doing that. Did they ever tell you why? They won't return any of my texts or calls. Did you already pay them? Yeah. That was your mistake. That was my wife's mistake. Yeah, you always pay after. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah. They technically were done. It looked good um, when she looked at it, so I understand why she get paid them. She but when I started. So you didn't see anything below the ground. Exactly. Um, but when I started trying to level out what they didn't do that they were supposed to do, um, there were tons of tree roots. So I, 200 plus dollars later, have taken a ton of tree roots and dirt and other plants to the dump. 
um, because nobody accepts dirty tree roots, apparently. You have to clean them, and then they'll accept them. <laughs> yeah, you're it's not fucking funny. It's, kind it's of, not funny. You're washing. It's a forty dollar difference to a two hundred dollar difference. Wash tree roots. You're washing tree roots. I didn't wash them, so I spent two hundred dollars. Okay. So I lost one hundred sixty dollars by not washing tree roots. But that would have taken how long? Hundreds of hours. Yeah, I, I probably would have paid the money too. Yeah. So. I spent the whole entire weekend, which you guys can find photos of this up at PluggingPlayGamer.com. I'll put up a, uh, I'm pulling this, uh, uh, Adam Bomb Baby 2K16 yard work, I think is what we're going to go with. Um, and, uh, looks like a nuclear fallout happened in my front yard compared to what it was before. So I'll post a photo before, during, and after. We still haven't got the grass in because the damn weather keeps raining. Um, so, and I can't plant in the rain because I can't till the land effectively and keep it flat when it's raining. So, uh, that sucks. So I spent all weekend, um, working in my front yard trying to get it level, which Tim was there at the very end of it, and it looks pretty level. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. When the grass grows, it'll look good. Yeah. So Tim and his daughter swing, swing by, help me out a little bit, and, uh, yeah. So then after the day, after that... My wife and I went and got flowers and bark dust for uh, one of the flower beds that we didn't rip out. Because I'm turning my whole entire front yard in the grass, basically. Um, and so we did that. When I got back from Home Depot, I, or not when I was at Home Depot and put my tailgate up, my company truck is uh, falling apart. And the tailgate decided it wanted to dislodge itself, so it was at like a 60 degree angle when I slammed it shut. And uh, so once I didn't lock, once I did, I finally got to crack down and uh, insecurely. So I did that this weekend. I haven't. Yeah, that brings us to our next segment. So Where's tell that? me about tell me about all the games you've been playing. Clash Royale, baby. You have actually played that. Like ten matches. <laughs> That's good. At three minutes piece, so I'm, thirty minutes in a two and a half. No, we're going on three weeks. I haven't played video games. Um, so welcome to the Yard Work Maintenance Podcast Show. I'm your yeah. host, Zach. We're going to have to change the title on iTunes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Tim, why don't you uh, tell me about how you game? Yeah, let me go ahead and make you completely jealous. That would be great. I'm going to go ahead and grab another beer. By the way, this is going to be the Koo uh, Brown Ale by Fortside Brewing Company. So. And I'm currently enjoying the Fortside IPA. Uh, so... I've played a lot of games, but you got to understand that we're talking about, I don't know, usually a 20-minute playtime. A little bit more for some, a little bit less. Hashtag jealous. Um, so a lot, I got a lot of games this week. Um, I got Star Fox uh, Zero. Oh, yeah? How's that? It's pretty good so far. Um, the controls are weird. So I heard it's like a backstory mixed in with Star Fox 64. I don't really care about that. Like, I honestly... Well, what the hell's the story? Um, they're getting attacked. Cornelius attacked. But is it Star Fox's dad, or is it him? It's him. So it's actually it, it, Fox McCloud. The, there's like an intro that has Fox, Fox's dad, but that's like all cutscenes before the main action. Oh, okay. So it's all Fox. It's, it's all Fox. It's all Fox. Um, so what's weird is the cockpit view is in the Wii tablet. Oh, did you change that? I'm not sure you can. So there's another control scheme I actually want to try, but I'll get to that in a minute. So you, the main action on the TV... Is like from outside the spaceship, okay. but that doesn't allow you to aim very precisely, though. If you want to aim precisely, you've got to look at the little tiny screen in your lap. 
but you still want to reference you want to reference the upper screen so you can fly correctly because you don't get a sense of the obstacles around you unless so, you're so you need to be a lizard to be able to move your eyes you need to position yourself so that you can see both screens pretty well there is an option there is an option um, to play as two players cooperatively where one player controls the ship with um, a Wiimote and a nunchuck okay and the other person does the aiming the firing with the tablet that's the only way this game makes sense so I think you know remember Empire Strikes Back the snow speeders yes I think that's how we're gonna play like one of us is gonna pilot the other one's gonna shoot the, the weapons okay I think I'll probably do the piloting because um, you know barrel roll and yeah exactly but we'll, we'll, switch, we'll switch off, see which is best. Um, I haven't told my daughter this yet, but I think my daughter will be thrilled. So that'll be an interesting new way to experience Star Fox. Do they have the old, like, old school voices? It's like, no, they have the fully voice acted now. Uh, so they don't have the like old crappy captain that's always like, knock. Like, um, you can't like understand is, what he's saying. No, the um, when you start the level, there is the mechanical rock. Okay. But um, it's not like it doesn't have that. Lame. Um, there is a way you can unlock um, a pixelated or polygonated or whatever you want to call it ship uh, for your R wing, but okay. whatever. Um, this also has a mode where you can fly into bigger ships and turn into like a chicken, basically. Yeah. Like your wings fold down in your yeah. little locker. And that works pretty well from my experience so far. So um, it's a lot like classic Star Fox where you're flying through obstacles. But then there's also like a free range mode where you'll have a central like ship you're attacking. Yeah. And you'll fly circles around it. Yeah. Um, seems good so far. Only a couple stages in. When you get bored, let me know. Uh, it's not so much bored as I have so many games right now. Um, I also finally got my copy. Oh, some of us over here. No, I didn't freaking do. I've got so many games I can't even play them. Yardwork 2K16 is all I'm saying, baby. You're not motivating me to play that game at all. You should come and help uh, sometime this weekend. Um, so, Ratchet and Clank. I finally got that from my mother-in-law, which got shipped to accidentally. And that's pretty fun. That's a game based on a movie based on a game. Um, but it's solid 3D platforming action, and the weapons are crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm having fun with it. I'm about five or six stages in, I think. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm playing that probably the most of all the games. Um, I didn't know this, but when I pre-ordered Star Fox Zero, it came with another game. I got two games. I got a, pla I got a cardboard box and two game cases, and I'm like, what's this? So I pull out the second game, and it's called uh, Star Fox Guard. Now, this has some Star Fox characters in it. Okay. Um, you know Slippy the Toad? He has an uncle, apparently, called Grippy. Grippy. Now, Grippy... Grippy must be very disappointed with Slippy. Grippy might be, because he's not a pilot. He has a mind. He has a mind? He has a mind. So... His mine has valuable minerals that some unnamed robots want to destroy for some reason. Okay. And he's... Slippy actually helped his Uncle Grippy and set up this perimeter defense system, which is basically a bunch of cameras with machine guns under, or lasers underneath nice. them. Nice. So, again, with the split screens, you see the monitors up on the TV, um, all 12 feeds, and then down on your touchpad, you can cycle between the 12 feeds by touching one of them. Oh, dear God. So when you see on the big screen that there's an enemy coming on camera 12, you've got to hunt and peck 
down on the pad for 12, and then look back up at the big screen and aim with inverted controls, by the way. I haven't found out how to switch the controls. This control. is freaking terrible. And you shoot the robots. There's two kinds of robots. There's a robot that, that shoots things and a robot that's basically a suicide bomber. And it's actually pretty hard. And it's hard enough that I don't, I don't want to keep trying to play it. Good luck. I mean, I, I died on the first stage. That's, I don't know. Now I could, I could swipe my Falco amiibo onto my gamepad, and once a day Falco will come by and give me some assistance and shoot some of the robots for me. Oh my god. So yeah, amiibo support. So this is like a fifteen dollar downloadable game. You get a Rex Falco to get him some support. I looked on the eShop. I think it was fifteen dollars. They included it for free. That's not and bad. I, guess. I want my money back. I, I want my fifteen bucks. I didn't pay you for. I'm wondering what GameStop would take for it. Uh, have you played anything else, Tim? Yes, I have. You're a dick. So I downloaded this game called Evil Land, and uh -huh. there, there's a Steam version, but yep. there's also a mobile version which plays just fine. Uh huh. Got it for 99 cents, and um, this is a really cool concept. You start in like black and white Game Boy graphics, and all you can do is move left and right. Um, and every time you open a chest, you open a gameplay element. So, like for example, you were showing you, some video of it. It looks really freaking cool. You open up color, and then later you'll open up 16-bit color, and then later you'll open up 3D graphics. Or but, story mode. Or story mode. You'll open up a chest that gives you monsters. Or a chest that gives you hearts, so you don't. You don't want that chest. Yeah, but it makes it more interesting. And initially, you die with one hit. You get parts at one point. You get inventory with another chest. Like every element that we're used to, and everything from like Legend of Zelda to Dragon Quest to uh, Final Fantasy, any of these type of games, like, yeah. slowly unlocks and the world changes as you unlock it. Eventually, you're in oblivion. I don't know. I don't know how far it's going to go. It's on mobile, so it can't be like super amazing. But Morrowind. I'm betting it goes to like kind of an MMO or RPG. Yeah. So um, I mean, first you're just you're just fighting by swinging a sword. Yeah. And later you have the the combat where you're like Final Fantasy like fight magic special item. You know the the four basic grid commands. Yeah. Um, it's really. I don't know. It's cool. I've heard it's about a three-hour game. The stuff is unlocking pretty fast. It's a lot of fun to play. Like. 15 minutes. It kind of sucks for the first five minutes until you find save points. Okay. You, have to, you have to unlock save points. Yeah, okay. Because that's not a thing initially. Um, because that's not written to the code, bro. Well, yeah. You unlock it. So that's Evil Land. Um, I highly recommend that. Um, Sweet. And then the last game I got was a Vita exclusive. And this might be the, the last big game for uh, Vita. And it comes to us from a studio that we talked about before. Have you played Guacamelee? No. But you're familiar with it. I'm familiar with it. So Drinkbox Studios has yep. a very unique, uh, colorful style. Um, Tim's pulling it up right now. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it in this incredibly noisy environment. But um, it's set in kind of a fantasy, I don't know, I would say Aztec-influenced environment. It's super colorful. And in the first, like, literally two minutes of the game, it's very direct with the story. Um, you are a young woman who has one of her arms forcibly severed, hence the title, and a demon appears to you and gives you a sword, and um, you have to go... Of course go and, it's a demon. Right, you have to go and find your family. Um, having trouble finding them have too many games. Severed. 
So while Zach looks for it, I'll keep describing it. So it's like a du dungeon crawler, like the old school dungeon crawlers in a way, where it's like you can literally move just straight left and back. And um, you'll go through and unlock doors, solve simple puzzles. Um, there it is. It's a picture of a freaking arm. Yeah, it's pretty rad. So you, you can only move four directions. Um, when you come to an enemy, you fight them with like kind of. Um, have you played Infinity Blade? No. Are you familiar with Infinity Blade? No. So in Infinity Blade, which is considered an iPad game, um, you kind of swipe on the screen. Okay. And that's how you fight. Um, so I'm going to show you. I mean, obviously, the audience can't see this, but to just give you a. So you can see the visuals. Yeah. So you can turn. Oh, it's beautiful looking. And this is inside of a dungeon. There's also like forests and stuff. And I'm going to keep going until I run into a fight so you can see what that's like. There's got to be one here soon. There's a fight. Okay. So initially you'll have like one enemy and then you'll have like two or three surrounding you. Yeah. You've got to swipe them and they can block your... And they also build up to attack. Like the one behind me is almost built up to an attack level. So I have to turn and fight him and block him. Um, so you'll be fighting multiple enemies in all different directions. I'm doing a really bad job because I'm distracted. Oh, he just hit me. I should have blocked that. This one's about ready to hit. Try to build up your focus. If you get your focus all the way up. See, I, I didn't get that yeah. focus up. Oh, he hit me again. I'm doing terrible. If you get your focus all the way up, when you kill them, you can collect their body parts. Oh, that's cool. As power-ups. So Severed isn't just about your arm. It's about the monster's arms and eyeballs. Um, I'm just gonna finish this fight. We're fighting. We're fighting. We got a lot quieter in here. All right, he, he escaped. Oh no, he's right there. Get him! Get him! Get him, Blue! I don't know who Blue is, but kill him! All right, he's about to die. I've got my focus max. I just want him dead now. I don't care. He just hit you again. You're almost dead. I'm not blocking very well at all. I'm not really sure how the heck you block in this game. Um, you, you, you go the opposite way he's fighting. So now I want to... I missed it, damn it. Alright, I totally sucked at that fight. But it's really cool. It's got some awesome mechanics. It's the point of this game. Tim really sucks at Severed. In a bar, yes. In a bar. With one hand. Yes. Um, we're in a cramped little... I took a picture of our setup for uh, this podcast. It's crazy. It's probably anyway, the most cramped podcast we've done. Severed is awesome. It is a Vita exclusive. Based on what I showed you, like you, it looks like a lot of fun. Well, you could port it, but like you wouldn't have the yeah, you wouldn't have the touch ability. So it is an actual Vita game, so that's yeah, pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, Did it take advantage of the backpad? No, uh, the backpad is not that good of a control okay. mechanism, honestly. All right. Tearaway uses it in some cool ways to yeah. like bounce enemies up. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Okay. I think that's all I played. Um, we pull up well, this. then let's move it on. So, Tim, we still don't have a song for Tech Talk, so here we go. If you can see that I'm the best at Nintendo, home monitor, then why can't you see? You need a nerd like me. If you can see that I play Dungeons and Dragons, got a scholarship to MIT, he'll get a GED. 
So, uh, for Tech Talk this week, I'm just going to briefly talk about the Microsoft Surface Pro. Wait, did you like last week's Tech Talk song? I did. It was very disco. It was very awesome. Very 90s. Um, 90s? I'm thinking 70s. Well, the, the video was very 90s. Okay, I didn't yeah. see the video. By the way, I'm on the Big Beast Triple IPA. I'm still on Ford's side. Um, so, Surface Pro 3. I bought this about a year ago because I was tired of hauling my laptop around. Um, and I went with exactly the opposite philosophy of Zach and his monster Alienware. Yes, he can play all the latest and greatest games, but... But do I? Do I, Tim? No. Uh, you just throw your back out because it weighs like a fajillion pounds. Shut up. Mine, on the other hand, is right now currently recording this podcast and balanced on a tiny, tiny bar table um, that would not even hold up a corner of your Alienware. Shut up. Um, it has pretty good battery life. I love the thin form factor, the fold-out fold keyboard. Um, I even like the surface panel, though mine's acting up at the moment. It could be just a low battery. Um, it's run great for me. It runs games like um, Stardew Valley just fine. And uh, Stab, 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 Party Hard. Party Hard works great on it. It only has one USB port, which kind of sucks. But um, yeah, for what I use, um, the Surface Pro 3 has been great. And you saw me use it for about a year, and you thought it was good enough to get your I wife I bought my it. wife one. And how's she like yours? She loves it, and I love it too. So I'm looking to try and buy another one. So that's short and sweet, Surface Pro 3. I don't have experience with the newest Surface Pro 4. Um, I've heard there's been some problems with it. But, yeah. Um, I would. I know the Surface Book has been having a lot of problems. I would certainly consider upgrading to the next Surface family whenever this current Surface does not meet my needs anymore. But so yeah. far, any reasonable task I've given it, it would do. Like yeah. obviously, I'm not going to be playing Just Cause 3 on this thing. Um, but I can play a lot of the indie kind of games yeah. that I like just fine. No, it, I, I can, it suits your gaming style perfectly. So, yep, that's our tech talk, which uh, brings us to... This week's question, which nobody responded to because that's we got really, it out really late. That's, that's our, our fault. fault. So, anyways, guys, we asked you guys last week, do you prefer to play as a character that looks like you? We did get one response off of PluggingPlayGamer.com. And thank you to... Michael Mikael Ross. I prefer to play as a character that looks like me because I feel like I have a real connection with the game or at least a familiar face. So, kind of along the same lines of what I sort of said last week, um, although I do change it up every once in a while. So, anyways, that brings us to our Tasty Treat segment, which we've already been talking about Tasty Treats. So far, I have down the Cocoa Stout, I have down the Coo Barrel. We'll get a break first, buddy. I know, I'm just telling what I've down so far. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we've got the Coo Brown Ale and the Big Beast Triple IPA from me. So far, what Tim and what have so far have you drank? Uh, the Fortside IPA and... Uh, the F word. Z, Z word. Oh, Z word. Um, at the actual break, I'll go look it up and let you guys know what it was. Okay, and anyways, guys, we want to... Uh, Inform you guys of PlugAndPlayCast.com. If you guys go to PlugAndPlayCast.com, that will lead you over to PlugAndPlayGamer.com with a special page that has all of our links to all of our social media and all of the ways to connect with us via TuneIn, iTunes. And they need that because... Because our feed is changing. Yes, that's the important message here. But 
the, the stream you're listening to right now is going to go away on yeah. iTunes and um, RSS. And I'm not a... I think it's... I think it is uh, next month, but I will double-check that. In On episode 91, we will officially say what day this stream will be ending. Okay. So... Um, episode 91 guys this stream will be ending very soon this RSS feed this iTunes channel that you're listening on um, and the logo of this feed is going to be changing very very soon um, as well as in probably by the time you listen to this podcast the icon or the uh, logo has already changed so head over to uh, plugandplaycast.com to find the new links to where you guys can continue following us. Um, yeah. So enjoy this music break. We'll be right back. Oh my damn. Oh my goodness. They're going ham. Oh my goodness. Oh my damn. Oh my goodness. They're going ham. This is how bacon is supposed to be. The fries, they blend so perfectly. The cheese up in here is going ham. Damn, damn. Back, my man. Damn, damn, damn. Crispy crunch. Damn. Look at the bacon. Damn. Get yourself that double cheeseburger. Damn, damn, damn. Get a grocery bag. The cheese is oozing. Let's do this. Damn, damn, damn. Do you want a little difference between a wheat burger and a burger that has strength? Strength. A weak burger, you could chew and stop talking. A burger with strength, you chew. The meat just absorbs all the space. And we are back, guys. Uh, at least for a few minutes, I have a nomad dog, or what was the exact name of it again? Hold on. Hold on. We are checking our photos. And checking out the delicious... The Nomads Gourmet Hot Dogs. Okay, so he is making me one right now. He's getting my hot dog ready. So um, good, Zach had that too. Yep. So uh, I had that two of them. Um, so we are going to move on to our Tasty Treats. So like I said before, um, I so far have had the Cocoa Stout, the Koo Brown Ale, uh, and the Big Beast Triple IPA. I forgot to check, darn it. Tim has had, hold on. He's going to literally go check right now and look at, read the chalkboard. He's walking to the chalkboard. He's reading. He's walking back from the chalkboard. Zythological Pale Ale. Oh yeah, I can remember that. Yeah, Zythological. That's right. So now I'm going to try uh, the one I'm sort of excited about, the Big Beast Double IPA. It's fucking delicious. Um, it's like 106 IBUs or it's something ridiculous. something like that, but it's delicious. So I brought... <laughs> <laughs> so good, Tim choked dead. Episode 90, we I need a new plug and play co-host. I tried to talk while I was still uh, finishing my sip. Um, I brought a small growler. I might have to fill that. So, and as you guys might have noticed by Coco Stout and Koo Brown Ale, I've been going into more darker beers. So come to the dark side, Zach. Come to the dark side. Um, actually, I created the dark side. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Oh, look at you, original hipster. Original hipster. I was dark side first, Koo. Exactly. Guys. So, uh, I'm going to be trying the Barrel Stout. So, Ooh, I bet that's smooth. 
It's really smooth. It's actually very good. So, anyways, guys, that is this week's kick it. Um, nope, nope, that was this week's tasty treat. Tasty treat. Now it's time to kick it. Kicked it. Did you guys hear that? Because hopefully, because if not, we're getting kicked out. <laughs> just put a, I just put a hole through the wall. No, this is solid wood, bro. It's fine. I don't think they this is solid. Well, it's panel. I mean, it's, it's, pan wood panel. it's real wood, but okay. It's pretty cool. Uh, it looks like we're in Mom's basement. If Mom's basement was wood paneled and full of delicious and, beer. Yeah. And had a nomad um, uh, Some hot dog, dog thing out front. I want a basement like that, actually, now that you talk it's about really it. It's really cool. I wonder how much it costs for us to have a nomad guy just stand in front of a house. Hot dogs here! Did I ever tell you about the 4th of July where we had a, a food cart come to our, our party? No. So there was this thing, a similar concept, where they put crazy Japanese ingredients on hot dogs called... Uh, um, Domo Dogs. Oh, the ones in Seattle. No, that's Jeff, Jeff Dogs. Oh. This is based on Jeff Dogs. Okay. Domo Dogs was, they're not around anymore. Okay. But we, paid them, we paid them up like uh, $300 and passed out tokens to everybody and they came up and hosted. So we didn't have to do any grilling for our 4th of July party. That's cool. It was epic. It was that's so awesome. Cool. So anyways, guys, this week's Kick It is brought to you by Tim. All right, so our first kick it is uh, Little by Will Terry, and I'm just gonna go ahead and let the creator describe it. Hi, my name is Will Terry, and I'm gonna make a book called Little. When I was little, I was drawing all the time. Um, I got horrible grades in school, and about the only thing that I was ever good at was art. In fact, I drew so much that eventually I became a children's book illustrator. I've illustrated over 30 books for big New York publishers, and I've even illustrated a couple games for Hasbro and GameRight. I'm also an avid YouTube vlogger, and I created an online art school with Jake Parker and Lee White. I'm actually known for my colorful artwork, but for this project, I wanted it to look different, and I wanted it to stand on its own where the concept was number one. About 18 months ago, I started drawing fan art characters just for fun, then I decided to print some up and sell them at Comic-Con events, and they did so well that that's really where the idea of Little came from. The fan art characters that I'm drawing are a little different in that, other than just drawing the characters you know Little, I'm also trying to add a concept to where I'm trying to reimagine them as what would they have done when they were actually Little. I'm finished with 75 of the characters right now, and it'll take me a few months to finish the rest of them after the Kickstarter. I've already worked with my press on making my prints, so I know they make really high quality prints, but they also make really high quality books. I also have contacted a graphic designer who's ready to lay out little with a quote from each character on the left pages and the art on the right facing pages. I'll be adding more characters from Doctor Who, Alice in Wonderland, maybe even throw in a Firefly, and uh, more movie and comic book characters that I love. Each one of these characters takes me about 10 hours, which means if I'm doing 100 in the book, that's about 1,000 hours. One of my visions for the book is to share it with friends when they come over to the house to see if they can get all 100 characters. I shared this one at Comic-Con and only about half the people could guess who it is. There are a few projects in life that define us, that leave a mark, and this has already been one of those for me, but I also hope to be able to make it into a book. And if you like this project, please share it with your friends, and thanks a lot for watching.
that sounded little. Well, yeah, but you get a cool little coffee book of reimagined pop culture characters and children. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool conversation piece to just uh-huh. leave out. Um, for $10, you can get the PDF. Oh, I should first tell you what he's asking for. We've got 12 days to go as we record. Um, $27,000 pledged of $11,000 ask. So it's already it's already double funded. Um, 12 days to go. Like I said, for $10, you get the PDF. $20 gets you a soft cover book. Um, $30 would have got you a hard cover, but that's early backer, so $35 is now. Wait, is this not figurines? No. This is oh, little, uh, it's a book. Okay, never book mind. Of, never uh, mind, never mind. An art book of little you see, you see this photo. Look. Oh, never mind. You see this photo? Looks like he actually has the little figurines he's making. So, as he said, like each of those little pieces of art took him like 10 hours to make, so. The fact that he wants that many pages. Does he have Wolverine? Because I'd buy one if it had Wolverine. Probably does, honestly. Um, there's 120 Shit. pages. Um, I haven't looked at all the characters he has. I've actually seen his prints at a comic um, show around Portland. I can't Is remember. Is this a local guy? I don't know. I should check that. I swear I've seen his work though. No, or in Utah. Um, so um, let's skip ahead to the giant, you know, ridiculous. Yes, my favorite one. Yeah, so yes, it's yes, actually yes, yes. 350 and it's all gone. That's <laughs> the first fuck? For 350 you would have got Excalibur package plus the original drawing on fine paper. So send your character request and I'll draw it for you in the same stars as the little. So you would have got a signed hardcover little, oh, an ori- original drawing, um, a 20, $120 page digital book, um, 5 11 by 14 prints, an 18 by 24 star battle print, 18 8 by 10 offset prints, a wallpaper set, project updates. I think I might have to buy this at 30 or 20. It looks really cool. Um, so imagine all your favorite like nerdy geek pop culture characters like, I don't know, Spider-Man or Alien or whatever. Yeah. Imagine as little kids. Um, it's super cool. It's kind of cool. So, um, so Zach was too busy like playing in his yard. Guys, we'll be right back after this music break. I gotta go get my no bad dog. are back from our second commercial break, I believe. There goes my phone. So anyways, guys, I have another Nomad hot dog. Tim, take us away. Alright. You said you are going to embarrass the shit out of me, so let's see what you got. Well, so... Silver chest on knock, by the way, in Clash Royale. Nice. Um, since you were too busy to get your own Kickstarter this week, I thought I'd bring you an update from a previous Kickstarter. Oh, do you, crap. Do you remember... Um, Rojo, the perfectly imperfect llama. I do. So Rojo's uh, awesome. So we actually uh, got our backer rewards, and my wife backed us at the seventy-five dollar level, which got us a hardback book. No way. Open up the first page. First move, glory. Yeah, that's... What's this? What am I looking at? Nothing. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, plug in the What do you think about the art? Dude, it's freaking beautiful. Dude, caricatures? These are awesome. And I've got something very special just for you, Zach. O
No, 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 no. What'd you do? Dude, these freaking photos are awesome. Who did this art? It's probably on the front page. They never put good stuff on the front page. It's always the last page, bro. Having trouble finding your special. Uh... Yeah, I hope I didn't lose it. You lost my special treat. Oh no, freaking way! A lock of Rojo's hair. Yep, on a keychain. Just for you, bud. Just for me? Just for you. Really? Really. All right, put it on my keychain. My wife's gonna be like, "Why do you have hair?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. They're gone now." <laughs> <laughs> that is straight from Rojo. Dude. I'm opening my chips. Now there was lock. a. There was a connection between you and the uh, Rojo. That's my wife's cousin. Okay. Shit. Your wife's cousin? Yeah. That's uh, who wrote the book. Okay. And you know, she's the one who owns Rojo, right? Um, it's actually her mother who owns, but she's like raised him and cared for him and okay. taken him on the road a lot. Dude, this book is so well illustrated. This is awesome. So this is the story of Rojo. Yeah. This is so, awesome. If you don't remember from the episode where we featured this Kickstarter, Rojo was um, considered an imperfect llama. She was uh, short, her legs are really stubby. Not considered good um, breeding material or like show material. But she was really gentle. And um, they actually trained her to be a therapy llama. And they would take her to like old folks homes or like to kids with disabilities or just even community events. And people would come up and pet her and feed her carrots, and she's super gentle with people. People always ask if she spits, and yeah, llamas can spit, just like people, but it's kind of an aggressive behavior, and it's something that Rojo never does. It's like, she's super gentle. Like, she'll eat like, carrots back out of your hand, and you can pet her. And, um, I've seen her multiple times. She's been actually over to my house, because my grandparents used to live right around the corner, and they would sometimes bring Rojo over, so. It's really cool to see her do this project, have it finished. Have a tiny little part in um, kickstarting the project and talking about it earlier on our show. Um, but yeah, Rojo, um, the imperfect, perfectly imperfect llama book got funded, and as you saw, we actually have a book printed. So, and a tough of fur. And a tough of fur for Zach, so that's, that's pretty sweet. We also got some other rewards um, that I didn't bring along with me, like um, I think we got a refrigerator magnet and uh, a little poster size, postcard size. Um, Are you sure your kids don't want that? No, they, they were thrilled to think that you would get it. Okay. They, they, I'm sure they, they were. They want you to have it. All right. So that brings us to our next segment, I believe. Game industry news um, and game releases. Let's go to game releases first for once. Um, just because I want to talk about the news a little bit more afterwards. So a lot of games came out this week, or are about to come out. We've got Corpse Party coming out for PC, which is interesting because I believe it was originally a PSP game. I never heard of it. Um, it is a Japanese horror game, um, kind of like, a, yeah, it's it's, a, it's sort of a visual novel, but you do walk around a lot, and there's some scary moments. Pretty creepy stuff happens in it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was originally PSP. I have it on my Vita, but I think it's the PSP version. There will be a Corpse Party um, remastered uh, 3DS version with additional content. I don't, I don't know if this PC version has that content or not. Um, but moving on, uh, Hitman Episode 2 comes out for PC, PS4, Xbox One. The Walking Dead. Michonne? Michonne. Michonne. 
trying to get all like African American on me or something here. Michonne. I'm just trying to pronounce it. Michonne. Oh, it's more like French, French than American. Whatever. Um, episode three, what we deserve, that was Michael Jackson, comes Jackson out for everything, including Xbox 360. King's Quest Chapter Three: Once Upon a Climb. Chapter Two. I came out before. Tales from Borderlands comes out for everything. I'm guessing that's the disc version. That's disc version. The magic. beautiful box for us collectors like me, which I won't be getting that. So weirdo. You know, whatever. I think you just call me a weirdo. Yeah. You're a D- dick. Digital. I, you're a dick. Digital is just fine. The Magic Circle Gold. You're right. It's just fine. What would physical you is amazing. Yeah, we'll talk to your wife about like how many more Shut physical. Shut up, we don't need to talk to her about anything. Let's see how many more physical no, editions no. we can get. Yeah, you don't get physical, all right. Wow, okay. <laughs> Episode 90, Zach that- references domestic violence. <laughs> all right, Magic Circle Gold Edition, PS4. Zen Pinball 2, Aliens vs. Pinball. Comes out for PS3, PS4, Vita. Also comes out... Pinball FX2. <laughs> this makes no sense. So there's Zen Welcome Pin- to 1999. No, no, no. Zen like, Pinball 2. Zen Pinball 2, and it also says Pinball FX2. Aren't those two competing pinball platforms? No, I don't play pinball games since the 90s, dude. I, I think our source is wonky on this one. Alien Nation um, comes out for PS4. So this title... Is that, is that like the Smooth Criminal people? Um, no, so Alien Nation is like... Um, Kind of like a top-down. It's multiplayer. It's like four players fighting against hordes of aliens. Like just shit blowing up all over the screen. Um, and you can also you play it together, but you can go rogue and shoot up your teammates. Really? If you want. Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, that's arcade archives. Kid no horror disukasen. No kids are horrors. It's a really awkward Don't title. Be a it doesn't kid. quite translate. It should come with an American title. Battle Worlds Chronos comes out for PS4 Xbox Battle One. Toads, what Battle Worlds? Oh shit! I was hoping for. A Here's one that should get you excited. Coming out for PlayStation Four, Party Hard. No way, really? Yeah. It's not out yet. Nope. It's coming out this what week. What the hell? I thought it was out. It's coming out this week. Sweet. Uh, and Xbox One. Stab, stab, stab. Who cares about that? Uh, Don Bradman Cricket comes out for PS4 because everyone needs a cricket game. Cricket. What the fuck's cricket? Is that the horse game where you hit the thing? No, no. You think that's a uh, polo? I think. Oh yeah. Cricket's got the wicket. And you, it's got, I don't know, it's British. The fuck's it's British. a wicket? I don't know, but you hit it in cricket. Because <laughs> they talk about sticky wickets. I think you're talking about Hogwarts, and it's called Quidditch, my no, dude, sir. No, cricket, no, cricket's a weird game. Well, so is Quidditch, I mean, there's like flying I'd rather play Quidditch. Oh, well, me uh, too. Jetpack but... Joyride comes out for PS4. Jetpack Joyride! Which, you know, if you want to play an iPad game on your PS4, go yeah. for it. Yep. Rocket Birds 2 Evolution comes out for PS4 and Vita. I might be getting Rocket that. Birds? Rocket Birds is pretty cool. Is that like Angry Birds? No. Well, I mean, they are angry, but they have fucking shotguns, and they'll blow your head off. What? It's uh, it's pretty rad. It's a side-scrolling shooter with uh, birds, and okay. there's, there's like, um, Zeppelins, and there's... Is it by guns. the same people that made Rock or Angry Birds? No, not at all. Is it is Rocket Birds by the same people that made Rocket Birds? Rocket Birds would eat Angry Birds for lunch. Did I put it on my Vita or is it PS4? I can't remember now. Um, you read the next couple while I look for Rock. The Sun and Moon, PS4, Vita. Severed, Vita. We've already got that one. Um, Stranger of Sword City, Sega 3D Classics Collection 3DS. Wednesday, April 27th. 
Warrior in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition PC. So let's hold on, pause there. So I've played Ori in the Blind Forest, and it's super hard. Um, the Definitive Edition actually gives you an easier mode with, with more checkpoints. Oh, really? And I think actually, I'm not going to push out, I'm going to play it that way. Um, a professional reviewer on another podcast was saying that he died more on Ori in the Blind Forest than Dark Souls. Holy shit. He died like 210 times or something. Was that the Giant Bomb guys? Uh, no, Rebel Fan. Oh, okay. What the hell is this? Oh, dude, this is totally Angry Birds. It's not. Dude, it's totally Angry Birds. So I, I'm loading up uh, Rocket Birds. Pull right your now. slingshot back to the left, Tim. No. Tim. No. Tim's. So anyway, back. Orient the Blind Forest, um, the definitive edition, there's a bunch of improvements. Um, I think there's a new uh, There is a new level. There's a noob level. There's a new level. Noob level. New, completely new level. With completely new. noob. You heard it here first. Bugplaygamer.com. Um, what the hell? Why does he not have a face? He's a pigeon. Oh. Um, so. This in. Pigeons don't have faces, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, this game's awesome. What the hell? Ah! You just killed your friend. It's because I'm being mind controlled by another dude. This is a bad guy. Um, I'm not sure where the original guy is. Anyway, this is Rocket Birds. Oh, that's cool. But it's violent, as you can see. Got yeah. a machine gun. I'm a bird. Fuck you all. Sweet. Um, so, Ori and the Blind Forest, new levels. So, if you own the original like I do, you can get the uh, definitive edition for only $5 until May 27th, which I did. Nice. Um, if you don't have the original, you can get it for $19.99. Okay. And they made a Wii U game about me. It's called The Dear God that comes out on Thursday. Uh, Dear God. Dear God. Lost Reavers Wii U, Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge 3DS Wii U, Pokemon Rumble World 3DS, Steam World Heist The Outsiders 3DS, Shut Chimi, Chimi Wii U. Comes out for Europe. Europe Friday. only. So Friday, Paranautical Activity Xbox One, guys. I know nothing about that one. Uh, paranormal Shimi, activity. If, if you if you're in Europe and you only have a Wii U, you should get Shushimi. It's pretty fun. Yep. So, anyways, guys, we have some news this week, and I'm pretty excited. Tim's the exact opposite. So. So Nintendo announced Nintendo Europe specifically announced that E3 they would not be showing the NX, which everyone thought they would be. First of all. Yep. No shocker for me. Not only will they not be showing the NX, but they will be only showing one game. Makes sense. One game. Yep. That game They've would, only got one game in their arsenal that Now, this made one light. game was originally revealed at E3 2014 yep. and was supposed to come out this year. Yep. Has been pushed back to 2017, March. Yep. This one game being Legend of Zelda Wii U Undetermined Subtitle. So, like, I'm unsurprised and, like... One game. I'm, like, not surprised. Why are you so, so fucking surprised? Nintendo has nothing. Nintendo is saying, don't buy any of our systems. We've got nothing to sell you. Don't buy your kids any Wii U's for Christmas because yes. they won't be able to play anything for it. Exactly. Why even show up? It's just, like, I don't know, put some YouTube videos up and go the home. The same reason other people show up to other industry events, just to make sure that the people know that they're still there. And We're why, still alive! Why would they put shitty games that nobody really gives a fuck about on consoles there? Instead, fill every single console you can so with the game make that everybody money, wants to play. So they could make some money between June 2016 and March 2017? They don't need it. 
So you're saying that we have nothing to look forward to on Nintendo for almost a no. year. Almost a year. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't. Not really. That's really sad. I mean, it's sad. Don't get me wrong. I'm, it's pretty pathetic. So it's also worthy to note that they are pulling a uh, Twilight Princess. They will be releasing a Wii U version and the NX version. And I'm not making the same mistake twice. I'm buying the NX Zelda edition to get Zelda Wii, Zelda Wii U on the NX. I'm not going to buy the Wii U edition of Zelda. Why? Because the GameCube version was like, meh. It wasn't that much worse. Yeah, you what? couldn't stand up and wave shit in your face like a big old dildo. That was really a good feature for you? No, actually it wasn't. So. The GameCube version could be argued to be the superior version. It actually. was. It was weird that one side was left-handed. The, the only thing is, I cannot believe that Nintendo's gonna make a. Oh, Nintendo's already. Nintendo already has like five hundred dollars your money. Here's why. Yeah. Because they're launching with the NX with Zelda. It's almost guaranteed they're gonna slap some three dollars stickers on their console and call it the limited edition Zelda NX or whatever the hell the name is. I hate you so much. They they've already got your money. You, they have money you haven't even earned yet. They've they've got their hands into your back pocket. They're grabbing my ass. All they have to do is... They two, one, they're one knuckle deep. Two words, and you are all over them like a cheap whore on payday. It's like Zelda collectors. Those two words, they've got your money. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I, I will get an NX eventually, but I'm not convinced that they will have much for it the first year based on the Wii U's launch. And I'm not convinced that the Legend of Zelda on NX will be the superior version. Because... The NX is guaranteed to have guaranteed to have some kind of bizarre gimmick. Fuck you. And The Legend of Zelda has it's been gonna be VR, bro. The Legend of Zelda has been developed since 2013. Uh, Earlier, for, probably. For the Wii U, so the NX version is actually going to be a port. So I don't know which version is going to be better. Fucking collectors. <laughs> Episode, Moving on to episode, the Foresight IPA, by the way. Zach is drowning his sorrows in anticipation of giving Nintendo another $500. I, wonder, I hope it's only $500. I wonder what they will launch it at. Moving on from my awesome argument why Nintendo is so epic with Zelda. Um, no, that's really it, actually. That, that's it. That brings us to our question of the week. Um, we want to know what you think. What do you think about Nintendo's decision to only show Zelda? Are you excited, or do you think it sucks? I think it's smart. I think it sucks. I think it's smart. It makes me sad. It makes me sad, too, but I think it's smart. It's the only game they've been hyping for years on end. People finally get their hands on it. But how long can they have a system with just a Mario game and a Zelda game? That's it. Till the NX comes out. Yeah, totally in your voice. Tim is not used to talking this loud. This is my normal fucking speaking voice. How do you do it? I've been doing it since I was two years old, buddy. I'm going to be like whispering tomorrow. Yeah, you are. So, so we've got to end the show. Yeah, we do. So anyways, guys, check us out at facebook.com forward slash play show. Twitter and... You know what? Let's make it easier. Just check out everything at pluginplaycast.com. We made it easy for you. Now, our main site is pluginplaygamer.com, so try not to get confused. We've made a special website just to help you connect with us. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. More importantly, you can get our new um, RSS, RSS and iTunes feeds, Stitcher, 
uh, tune in, whatever you choose to listen to us. You can find all of that information at PlugAndPlayCast.com. Until next time, guys, don't forget to prime and shine.